When I was in college, a buddy of mine, actually he was my roommate at the time, blew my mind when he told me that I should be washing my sheets. I know, crazy. But I thought about it over the last couple of days and, and while kind of ruminating on that topic, I realized there's a connection with our blood sugars and how this one simple trick can help you to keep your blood sugars clean and steady. Let's get into our theme song for today. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. So over the weekend, uh, my wife and I drove down to San Diego and you know visit family, friends. I had a doctor's appointment, which was the, the real reason <laughs> that we went down. I had to go down to see my doctor. And, uh, while we were down there, we hung out with some friends of ours and uh, another married couple, fantastic people. And uh, you know went out and got dinner, had a nice view of the bay. It was incredible. And that night we had a campfire because we were supposed to go camping this weekend and plans ended up changing. But while we were at the campfire, in their backyard. <laughs> we had a chat and, and discussion was incredibly deep and uh, eventually, as most times this happens, some memories came up. Hey, you remember when this? You remember in college when that? And, and my buddy brought up a funny story that he wanted to remind me of, but also to share with our wives for the first time. I don't, I don't know if my wife had ever heard this story before, but he goes, hey, you remember that one time when I was telling you about uh, how important it was to wash your sheets? And I was like, oh, because <laughs> I knew what this story was. And uh, of course, he proceeded to share with our wives the hilarity that ensued, which was, uh, hey, Matt, and this was in college, of course, Matt, you, you know you're supposed to be washing your bed sheets, right? And I was like, what? I don't have to wash them that often, right? I, I probably wash them once every couple of months. I mean, as disgusting, I know, I know, as disgusting as that sounds. Uh, and he said, you know, maybe it would help you to, to understand, think of your bed sheets as the pajamas that you're wearing, right? Like, you wear pajamas every night and you wash those, hopefully, right? And I was like, yeah, of course you wear your pajamas or you wash your pajamas because you wear them. And he was like, now think about your bed sheets as something that you wear for eight hours a night, every single night, and you never wash them. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, right? Like that for me was this mind blown moment where I was like, wow, I wear my sheets every single night and yet I, I rarely wash them. That is disgusting, right? And so thinking over that, and of course the girls had a, a good laugh, they're like, oh my gosh, Matt, you used to not wash your sheets and thankfully now, right, we wash our sheets very regularly because that stuck with me, that moment of him explaining to me like you wear your bed sheet. Of course you should wash them, right? And uh, you know, the people like <laughs> myself who may have been misinformed about the importance of washing your sheets that you sleep in, uh, you know, might not notice that difference in week one, in week two, or even week three of not washing your sheets. But weeks more go by, months even go by, and before you know it, there starts to be a little bit of a different tint, a little bit of a different color of your white sheets, right? This is the danger of having white sheets in college too, because if you sweat at night, which most people do, right, over time, you may notice that the sheets have a slight discoloration because of the sweat that you've been 
while sweating throughout that time period, throughout the weeks or months, you haven't washed your sheets. And so during that time, your sheets become this disgusting thing. And all of a sudden, one day you look at them and go, whoa, since when do my sheets look like that? Or since when do my sheets smell like that? Or whatever it might be. And thankfully mine never got too out of hand, but you understand that over time, this kind of builds on top of each other. And it's just this daily, weekly, monthly thing that eventually you notice, whoa, there's a big difference. Those sheets don't look the same, smell the same, feel the same because they're dirty, right? And I realized looking at blood sugars, we can see a similar thing happening where, you know, if we go day to day, got a couple of messy blood sugars here, we go eat out, have a nice California burrito or pizza or ice cream or whatever your favorite thing is. And, you know, you don't nail the bolus. Let's just say you end up 250, 300, and you're like, ah, that was a bummer, but it's, it's not the end of my night, right? Like I can recover from this, take some insulin, drink some water, go for a walk. We'll get back into range eventually. But if we don't track this, if we don't keep a close eye on it, this happens a couple times a week, maybe it's a couple times a month, whatever it is, it starts to wreak havoc, not only on your body, which is more important, honestly, but also on your numbers, on your data, on your A1C, on your time and range. And now we're starting to see the bigger picture of, you know, a pizza here, a burger there, we don't count it correctly, we stop exercising, this thing starts to snowball, and before you know it, one day you're gonna look at your A1C, get to your doctor's appointment and go, oh, oh, how did we get here? Wait, I'm supposed to check my blood sugar reports? I'm supposed to analyze the data behind the scenes? I can't just prick my finger and react in that moment and fix it? No, these bad habits will snowball. And like I said with the, <laughs> the sheets, right? If you don't wash them at first, you're not gonna notice a difference, right? You might know you didn't wash it, but you're not gonna see it, smell it, feel it until weeks later or even months later when now it's too late. Those sheets are gone, toss them. <laughs> you're gonna have to buy a new set, right? But the problem with blood sugars is you can't toss your blood sugars. The damage at that point has been done. You know, your A1C being high for that many months, it's starting to do some damage on the inside. And of course, we take a, a pride hit as well, right? Our ego hit, where it's like, ooh, I, I thought my A1C was a lot better than that. What happened, right? And what I realized is that this is actually something that we're gonna be um, introducing into our program. I always build in new things to make it be better, <laughs> better, to make it better, uh, you know, more built out to make it so that my clients can see better success, faster success even within our type one diabetes coaching program. And so I wanted to give kind of a, a bite-sized chunk. You know, it's not gonna be an advanced training because we don't have time to go into that right now, but a bite-sized chunk of what I'm going to be incorporating from this lesson that I learned into our, our, into our program. And so in the introduction of our programs, you know, we talk a lot about uh, quick wins, how to make quick snap changes in your habits in your daily life that will have massive impacts on your blood sugars, right? Hey, do this one thing, literally takes you five minutes a day, and your A1C could drop by an entire point or two, right? Like huge changes, little efforts. That's the first step. We want big wins with uh, you know, small changes. And so one of these small changes that we're gonna be including now, something that's very important to recognize, is how simple data collection and data analysis can change your entire perspective of how you're doing with your diabetes management. And so actually what I'll show you is I'll pull up on my phone. Uh, those of you who wear a CGM, 
You can collect reports, it's a lot easier to collect data, right, a continuous glucose monitor. And it pulls reports, you know, it gives you your blood sugars uh, a lot more frequently than we were gathering when our finger pricks were the only source of our blood sugar readings, right? And within the type that I use, I use a Dexcom, it gives you the option of collecting weekly reports. And so every week on Sunday, my phone gets an update and says, hey, your blood sugars were in range X percent, and this is a, an X percent increase or X percent decrease from the week before. So I'm gonna pull that up, see if I can find it in my uh, screenshots. I, I grabbed it for you guys this last week, here we go. So I want you to read this, see if it'll focus on screen, there you go. For those of you listening, that says, uh, Dexcom Clarity Report, 92%, and that is a 7% decrease <laughs> from the week before. So, for, your, for those of you who don't want to do any math right now, if I'm at 92% this week and it's a 7% decrease in the week before, that does mean that I was at 99% for an entire week, the week previous. But, uh, what this is more important to notice from this, right, is not the fact that I'm that high with time and range, but rather that I have that data now. I decreased 7%. doesn't matter that I was at 99, now I'm at 92. The fact is, I decreased, and I want to pick that apart, right? Why did I decrease? What is going on? And so, what I want you to pull from this episode is, this is your weekly laundry, okay? Looking at your data reports, analyzing them. This is cleaning the slate and collecting that information like, huh, 7% decrease. What did I do differently? You know, is it something that I can pick apart right away and say, oh, I was on vacation, right? I, I had a few margaritas that I didn't quite carb count for. Uh, we went out for pizza two, three times and my numbers just stayed high for the whole night. Cool, let's fix that for next time and give ourselves grace, right? We know what went wrong. But in some cases, you're gonna look at that and go, I have no idea what happened. But this is still a data point for the following week, right? So next week, if I see another 7% decrease and I'm at 85%, ooh, that's 14% decrease in two weeks. Am I slipping, right? Like, try to catch yourself before it gets to that point of yellow sheets, and now you gotta throw them out because they're covered in sweat, right? We don't want our blood sugars to get to a point where we've lost so much traction that you're seeing results in your A1C and your time and range, or worse, in complications and physical uh, symptoms that you're seeing with blood sugars not cooperating. And so instead of waiting months until you see the yellow spots in your sheets, thank God I never got to that point in college, but it could have been that bad had my friend not let me know you're supposed to wash your sheets regularly, right? But I'm letting you know now because maybe you don't know you're supposed to check on your blood sugar analytics, your blood sugar reports on a consistent basis. Now for me, this could look like every couple of days, it could like every week, you know, so I mentioned every week I get this report and it gives me an update automatically. So I don't forget. And so for me, every Sunday, it's looking back at what went wrong, what went right, are these numbers where I expect them to be? And I'll be honest with you, most of the time, I do sit in that 90%, somewhere in that range. And so as a result, there's very little uh, what I call retroactive analysis because I know that's where I typically sit and I'm happy with that, right? But if you see a report that you're not happy with, pull up the full report. We're not looking for averages or summaries. We want the details at that point. Looking into what went wrong, where can I fix this stuff, okay? So, homework right now. Look at your last week, your last two weeks, as far back as you wanna go, and try and figure out what's going on. See if you can establish a starting point. Start cleaning your blood sugars weekly, all right? And if it's bad, this needs to be a daily thing. 
All right. If your time and range is not at least above 70% on average for your time and range, this needs to be a daily task. If you're above 80, I say you might be able to pull off on a little bit. Okay. But you should be well enough in control that you can get these patterns established. And if you're not, of course, I'm here to help you. All right. If you're below 70% time and range on average, we need to have a talk. This needs to be a daily uh, check-in. You need to look at your blood sugars, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day, just looking over the data. Where can I learn from my data? If you're in the 70 to 80%, we should still have a chat, but this is uh, something that we can, it's a slightly different approach to say the least, right? The higher percent time and range doesn't mean you don't need help. It just means you mean a different type of help, right? And that's what we're here for. So whether you're below 70, above 70, or just looking to get some questions answered, definitely reach out. It could be a comment in the video below. It could be reaching out on my Instagram or via email. Easiest place though, just to get some quick wins, to get some of those answers that I talked about is gonna be at diabetesinaction.com. We update that occasionally, give you new trainings. There's new pieces of that puzzle. Sometimes there's new emails that go out with that website. So all you gotta do is go to diabetesinaction.com Enter your email, you get access to a free training that I put together for you, and then also puts you on our email list, which is where I'm gonna email you daily stuff like this. Like, hey, doing laundry reminded me that we gotta clean our blood sugars too, right? <laughs> and get these weekly analytic reports to figure out what's going on. So uh, head over to that website, and at the very least, these are the two actions you have to do right now, okay? One, check out that website, grab the free training, and implement. Two, start checking your blood sugar reports. Like I said, if it's below 70%, this needs to be a daily thing, okay? Just getting used to seeing where your numbers are at. And if it's above 70, maybe you've got some wiggle room, you can do it weekly, but I would still recommend checking on it every couple of days, looking for those patterns, looking for areas of improvement, all right? So check out that website, be sure to subscribe, like, share, do all that great stuff. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Definitely wash your sheets, but more importantly, Let's clean those blood sugars up. Have an amazing day and keep up the fight.